Ernest, what's up? Y'all know I'm big on doing your research, sharing your research, and giving credit to where you found the research. But I always get asked the same question. Where do I start with the research? And the answer is easy. It's our sponsor, Yahoo Finance. Whether I'm tracking the daily movement of my favorite companies, doing technical analysis with their easy-to-use charting platform, or checking balance sheets, Yahoo Finance makes something very complex simplified. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been the brand behind every great investor. Whether you're a seasoned investor or you're looking for extra guidance, Yahoo Finance gives you all the tools and data you need in one place. They're the number one finance destination producing a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and so much more. You could actually securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including your 401k and other investments. A comprehensive perspective is what sets apart great investors. And it's how Yahoo Finance ensures you have the insight to look at your wealth in its entirety. With a community of over 90 million users each month, their real strength is helping you on your way to financial success. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor, yahoofinance.com. The number one financial destination. That's yahoofinance.com. You heard me, yahoofinance.com. Don't wait, don't hesitate. I use it. You should go over there and start using it now. Earners, what's up? Look, I wanna give y'all a little peek behind the curtain of producing Earn Your Leisure. It's a lot more than just sitting down and chatting. It involves meticulous planning, recording, editing, and then promoting each episode to ensure it reaches all of you. And if you picked up any of our merch, then you know there's a whole extra layer of logistics from inventory management to shipping. Running a podcast is like running a small business. And speaking of business, I know many of you entrepreneurs are involved in e-commerce. You understand how crucial it is to streamline operations and cut costs wherever possible. That's why I want to talk to you about ShipStation, the multi-carrier shipping solution that integrates seamlessly with all your online sales channels. It's all about optimizing your shipping, connecting with expert partners, and freeing up more of your time to focus on scaling your business. Now let's talk about our experience with ShipStation. This tool has been a game changer for us, especially with automating routine tasks. Being able to manage everything from one dashboard and print shipping labels with just a click absolute lifesavers. Plus, the discounts we get on shipping costs are incredible. Honestly, it feels like we're saving thousands. And as our show and merch sales have grown, ShipStation's robust automation and reporting features have helped us keep up without missing a beat. For those of you who get overwhelmed by order volumes, ShipStation's easy-to-use dashboard is a dream come true. You can import orders from any sales channel, apply shipping preferences automatically, and handle customer service issues right there. Not to mention the savings with up to 89% off carrier rates like UPS, DHL Express, and USPS. It's no wonder over 130,000 companies stick with ShipStation long-term. So, are you ready to turn your shipping challenges into growth opportunities? Head over to ShipStation.com and use promo code EARN for a free 60-day trial. Again, that's ShipStation.com, promo code EARN. Start streamlining your shipping and scaling your business today. What were your five biggest takeaways from the decision of rating agency Fitch to downgrade U.S. debt 
from the highest rating of triple A to double A plus? And does this cause you to be concerned as an investor? It was interesting to see this come out um, 12 years ago. I remember when the S&P Global downgraded the United States. Fitch is maybe the second or third biggest in that ratings game. But a few things that we talked about before, like the biggest takeaways I had is our debt to GDP ratio is too high. Um, if we're looking, we owe as a country $31.4 trillion in debt. We're now on the brink of Americans losing Social Security if you're under the age of 50. Our overall fiscal policy is a absolute disaster. Um, high, higher interest rates and the when we got off quantitative easing is a part of this as well. But um, even Bill Ackman said he's now shorting 30-year treasuries for everyone in Sniper. That would be the equivalent of ZB. And the truth is, like, we have to do a lot better job of managing our debt. And the truth is, like, our leadership politically has failed us so bad over the last 20 years to put us in this position. If I'm going to be very honest, if I'm doing a SWOT analysis, which is like the strengths and the weaknesses, um, we haven't had great leadership in a long time. And if you take out quantitative easing, the pre presidency of Barack Obama, which I know certain people will have an issue with his reign as president. We've really been in trouble collectively as a country since 1997 financially. Uh, Rashad to bring it up from time to time, but like tech had a flat decade. Um, and what really exacerbated, excuse me, or, or got us out of that crisis was quantitative easing. And then we saw this miraculous tech boom from the time Barack Obama got in and it started to taper off around 2020. But if we didn't have those two things in place, who knows where we'd be? We probably could have been the equivalent of Japan of having like a flat two decades. Um, Sweden, Norway, Australia, Denmark have amazing balance sheets in comparison. We are leading the world's race and having the most debt. Mm -hmm. And we need to borrow $2 trillion in the next two quarters to pay our bills. So um, when I say our country is broke and the positives are, yes, amazing stock market. You probably have some of the best opportunities here compared to other countries. I think that lead is slowly diminishing, but I think we need much better leadership politically. Yeah. Um, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I mean, that's kind of like what the agency was saying. Like, if you even read their quote, it was one of the, the reasons for the, the downgrade. The number one thing they said was the repeated debt limit political standoffs and last minute, last minute resolutions. And so we've seen these, hey, the government's going to shut down. The government's going to shut down. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> at the last minute, I will figure it out. But I still, there might be a time when they don't figure it out. That brings yep. us I was talking to my yeah. mom about this the other day. Let's go back to 1970. What presidents would you have run your company or a major company that were president over the last 40 or 50 years? It shouldn't take that long to answer. Like Congress, I think we need to, and I think Rashad, you brought this up a couple of weeks ago. There needs to be an age limit on how long you can be in Congress as well. I think some of the leadership decisions that are being made would not be made if we had more 30-year-olds, 40-year-olds, and 50-year-olds there. Um, I know everyone dragged Nancy Pelosi over the coals for our stock and trading investing uh, insights and, and returns that she's able to get. But I think we need a complete overhaul of our political system because things are not going well. I know some people are going to argue that the rating agency doesn't matter. 
But I think in combination with real estate going up as quickly as it did over the last three years, we're going to hover around five to 8% for the next seven to eight years for the overall interest rates. It, this is going to, it's feeling like 2007. I remember when I was in Atlanta in 2007 and Norcross and Alpharetta and everyone was like, yo, everything's going to be fine. And it took an act of God damn near to make the recession go away and business was a lot slower. And if we don't fix this very soon, I think we can go back to a much slower economy. I know we talked about it last week. Shout out to uh, DiBiase. Ma, I appreciate you. Um, he'll drop a lot of money bags in the comments, but there's not a lot of people that have a lot of money that is freely flowing around and businesses are getting tighter. And we'll talk about Apple later. Even Apple starting to suffer slower iPad and iPhone sales as a result because money is not flowing around. So if we do not turn this around, it's going to be an issue. I'll say, I'll say this and, and wrap it up. But I do think if we have a president that poses a real solution to some of these problems, he could probably want be one of the greatest superheroes of this century. Because no one I hear on a not Vivek, not Trump, uh, not Robert F. Kennedy, not Biden. I don't hear anyone talking about a real solution. So for all the politicians that listen, man, if one of you gets on a platform like this one, or invest vessel, market Mondays, and give people an actual solution and tell people the truth about what it's going to take to turn the country around, you would damn near be a dictator. But I don't see anyone in the political landscape that is willing to do so. But when I'm looking for an edge on what we need, we need a fearless leader that can rally not only the citizens, but senators and congressmen to have change come about. So does this affect us from an investor standpoint, right? This is really... Absolutely. But from the standpoint, like if we're looking at politics, this doesn't. I mean, we we've seen there hasn't been bipartisanship for we could say last twenty years, but at, for the past five, it's it's been, it's been a, terrible. It's been absolutely terrible. I don't see any let up on this, and so can we can we say that this can we're only getting downgraded in the first in the first uh, agency? Mm -hmm. Can you see it happening in S and P and Moody's as well? Absolutely. I mean, S&P was the one who did it 12 years ago. And if Moody does it, uh, which is one of my favorite stocks, ticker MCO. So you guys can watch that and, and put that in your watch list. But if they do it as well, it's really just saying what I've been screaming since two years ago. Even though they won't announce that we are in a, re in a recession, the business fundamentals of the country is down. If I was to look at the United States of America like a company, what does this benefit? Really, technology and some of the exports that we do have. Great. Who is the CEO? Biden would be CEO. Is he the best? Um, what are some of our weaknesses? We have a bunch of industries and a bunch of countries trying to team up at one time to take us down. There are some changes that need to be made. So, yeah, Tuesday through Friday of last week, the market fell apart. Like Apple went from 190 something to 180, mm -hmm. fell four to five percent in one day. That's not because of the earnings report. People are being a lot. Um, more, and I always go Troy like to Rashad's example. So whenever you tell Rashad about an investment, he's gonna well, tell me how it won't work. It reminds me a lot of my dad. My dad doesn't want to hear about any of the upside. Tell me what can go wrong. One of the things that can drag tech and the Nasdaq down dramatically is these ratings. And then if they start telling the truth about how our economy is doing, this was just one rating agency that most people never heard of, and the market fell five mm -hmm. percent. Imagine if they come out and just say, yeah, without quantitative easing, we wouldn't have done well. We don't have a plan to fix it because I'm not hearing many people pose 
many solutions. And that's why I think like Market Mondays, the show, Market Mondays Live, Invest Fest is so important because you're going to get a chance to hear from billionaires and millionaires that are like actively trying to fix some of these solutions. Um, but it definitely will affect us because if Yellow, the trucking company, went out of business, Disney's having trouble. When I when I did my analysis earlier, Disney only has like a 37%, excuse me, less than 2% chance of going out of business. But 10 years ago, it was less than 0.3% that they, 0.003% that they could. America, I won't say is in a decline phase, but it is, the economy is a lot softer than we need it to be. And the truth is, we talked about it before, there are a lot of jobs that are available, but they are not high paying. And even when I'm seeing travel internationally, I ask at the front desk, I'm like, how are sales? One of my favorite questions to ask. They're down 60% year over year. And we're the customer base for Turks. So if we're not going, and most people are hurting, rent is going up, mortgages are going up, this is definitely going to be um, a tougher time. And we need leadership to come in and fix this. But I definitely want to ask you guys, what do you think? Because you're traveling around, you're talking to different people. You got an amazing episode coming out Friday. We'll love to hear their thoughts on our economy. But, but how do you guys feel about this rating? Um, yeah, I don't think that it's a tremendously big deal in the grand scheme of things. But when you, you it's not a, it's not beneficial. That's why I always look at life like you know, some, some like it's like okay, should we do a commercial for Market Mondays? It couldn't hurt. Mm-hmm. Might not, might not be, might not be the most beneficial. Beneficial, we couldn't, couldn't hurt. And then it's like, all right, well, if the audio is extremely bad on Market Mondays, right? Mm-hmm. People still probably tune in, but it can't help. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like some, sometimes that's how I look at life. Like it, it can't be beneficial. Yeah, for America or for the economy. Yeah. It might not be the tipping point that's going to break it at the stock market. Yeah. But it's it's not helpful. Yeah. And, you know, if this starts a trend and, you know, people become more and more, you know, scary and weary about, you know, America's ability to pay back its loans, mm-hmm. um, that that's never beneficial. Yeah. So I, I think that I'm not 100% um, – worried about this right now i don't think it's too big of a deal uh but it is something to at the very least be aware of and to monitor because yeah. it's not something that you want to you know continuously go down this this slope of getting downgraded yeah i will add just briefly to that i mean when we think of the word credit and we think about even from a personal standpoint i like to re- rely on that because it just means how trustworthy are you yep Right, like from a personal standpoint, from a country standpoint, you're talking about the the leader and from a global economy, the United States. How trustworthy are we if we continue to have so much debt and we our GDP is not matching or keeping up pace with that? Um, and so we named the nine countries um, that have AAA ratings. Uh, mm-hmm. And so you know, number one thing it tells you is that these people are going to be trusted. And so, what will business look like going for forward for those countries, and how? Do we get back to that standpoint? I know we said from a political standpoint, that's the first piece, but that's just one thing, right? Like the political part is one part, but how do we pay off the debt? Yeah. <laughs> like the piece, putting the pieces in place are, are important, but what is the action plan to actually alleviate some of this debt? Because it hasn't, it's only gone up over the past five, 10 years. 
Yeah, I know Chamath made the point like uh, we, we still are the number one country, have the number one currency. And what are investors' alternatives? Well, the alternative is to do nothing. You don't have to park your because like a lot of foreign entities don't want to buy our debt at this current rate. Our option is to put it elsewhere. Like that's why we talked about the Saudis and shout out to whoever made the opinion piece talking about shit the Saudis go after LeBron after we talked about it last week. I appreciate you, but give us credit. But I, the 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 option is to always do nothing. Like private equity and like the top tier firms are very good at putting their powder on the side and waiting for the right opportunity. Um, and I've all, I keep saying it, there shouldn't be seven companies that are ruling the returns of 2023. I mean, if you want to dice it down to international companies as well, and maybe like 14 companies overall that are just like consistently dominating out of 6,000 stocks. If that isn't a sign that our credit is weakening and that the economy isn't as stable as it should be, I don't know what is, but um, stay tuned. And that's why I always say you have to invest in the best companies because they'll provide you a return regardless of what the market um, is giving you at the time. So how will they refinance the debt? That'll be the question. It's going to be tough. We'll see. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.